goodness, hello to all the fellow night owls out there. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. This is the Midnight Memo, and in true Midnight Memo fashion, it is 1.17 a.m. in the morning. God almighty. We are just starting to record. I want to also preface this with we had the full intention of not doing that. Truly. In all transparency, we tried to start recording at like 7.30. Listen, I mean, we had good intentions. As we always do. But you know what? God has other plans for us. This was definitely the universe trying to humble us. <laughs> they were like, if you're going to call it the midnight memo, you can't be fake and not record this at ungodly hours. And you know what? That's fair. Yeah, they're keeping us authentic. Thank you so much for joining us on our first episode. We are so excited to be here together. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> We should probably introduce ourselves. That's Kristen. And that's Claire. And we have successfully crossed over into the hours of delusion. This is a podcast about what topics keep you up at night or what thoughts run through your mind when you should be sleeping. And this week, that thought was Groundhog's Day or Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Singular. A true national holiday, if you will. Tell us more about Groundhog Day. No S. I wish I could, Kristen, (laughs) um, but... (laughs) To be quite honest, this topic had never crossed my mind, not once. Until you wanted until, to start this podcast. And you really- until, yes, we wanted to start the podcast, and lo and behold, the first week of February celebrates Groundhog's Day. And that- Or Groundhog. Groundhog, Day. no S, no S. Let's emphasize I this. I know, for shame, I am an American. <laughs> I should know these things. But ever since then, we planted a seed in my brain, mm. and I have not been able to stop. How, how it happens, how it happens. Okay, you know, when I hear Groundhog, when I hear Groundhog Day, and this is totally inaccurate to the holiday itself, and I'm completely aware of this, but I cannot shake this feeling. When I hear Groundhog Day, I think of Pocahontas. I know it is completely unrelated to <laughs> it, <laughs> and I have no idea, like, no other preface or reasoning why but when i picture a groundhog i see a 2d animated character and it just fits with the theme of pocahontas even though it it really shouldn't but it does in my brain wasn't there a groundhog and bambi wasn't that am i totally mixing up my disney's wasn't there bambi had a skunk no but was it doesn't it like literally the intro the groundhog opens this is gonna bug me now i remember thumper right was that the right thumper oh bro i i fucked with thumper (laughs) i loved him he was, so in- he was a ride or die. You know, if you're going to have a friend, you need a thumper in your life. I love <laughs> thumper. We do love that. We do love that. Okay, so Groundhog Day. My question, I just want to know, like, why it's a holiday. What is the significance? The general understanding for me is that mm-hmm. sometime in the spring, a groundhog just pops out of the ground. <laughs> someone's watching it, waiting yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> very intently, and then is like, yes. We now know the next whatever, however many weeks of summer or spring. It's we we focusing on the spring. Oh, you right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how seasons work. It's fine. Um, but who was wandering around one day and saw a groundhog and was like, "This little rodent is gonna determine when spring is coming." Yeah, kinda. But how is how did that become a thing? Because it can't just be like a one time thing. From what I looked up on uh, literallyhistory.com. It's derived from Candlemas. Is that a place? <laughs> no, it's a holiday. Oh. 
Ignore me. <laughs> uh, what is Candlemas? It's an ancient holiday, kind of rooted in Christianity, based off of the equinox, and then like how that somehow aligned with the winter solstice. So like right around this time is supposedly the midway point. Interesting. But I guess cycling back a little bit, what Groundhog Day actually is, is if the groundhog comes out and he sees his shadow, that means that we will have a long winter. So winter will go on for six more weeks. And then if he doesn't see his shadow, spring is coming sooner. But to me, that feels like very inverse because if he sees his shadow, that means it's sunny, right? Right. But that means that we'd get more winter. Interesting. So like, that just, it just feels so backwards. Yeah. Why? Why did we decide that? Like, ooh, the sun's out? Mm-mm. We still gonna have winter. Yeah, I feel like that's also the extension of why I'm so confused on yeah. how they determined. So, because it had to be a multi-year tradition before they were like, mm-hmm. oh, as we recorded it last year, he mm-hmm. saw a shadow and then it was still cold. Yeah. What were the order of events yeah. that yeah. led them to say, I saw something <laughs> pop out of the ground. I don't know what it was, but I'm going to follow it. For many years. So where that came from is Groundhog Day comes from the Pennsylvania Dutch when they eventually came to the United States and they brought it over from Europe and that's derived eventually from Candlemas. Like if we go down the history line all the way, Candlemas is like way out yonder. That's the original point of origin besides going into why Candlemas is like a thing. That's a whole nother tangent in and of itself. But then, so from Candlemas, there were these farmers, not farmers, farmers is the wrong word for it. Like what, what, what's like hunters, but like for rodents and like. And gathers. <laughs> Never mind. Taking it back to like what world is <laughs> the foundation of yeah. men. <laughs> no, like, oh my gosh, like the people who like hunt. Yeah, I would say they're hunters. Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah, someone will correct me at some point and please email us with a correction. Like, but at the same time, don't like it's 1.30. Like, let's not expect my brain to be firing on office. <laughs> Besides the that's point, true. we are seeing you in your most authentic state. Oh gosh, that's a terrifying thought. Oh, that deeply shook me to my core. I'm trying to push through that moment. <laughs> but yeah, so the people who dealt with the skins of like other small animal rodents back in Europe, for some reason, Candlemas relates to them, and they decided to use those animals for their distinguishing factor of whether or not those animals were hibernating. So that was like their tradition. And then when they brought it all over to the US, they were like, well, we don't have those badgers and other animals here. And they literally were like, ah, groundhog. Cause it's the closest thing. Right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that makes a little bit more sense. I don't really know what a groundhog looks like, to be honest. All I picture is a meerkat. That's so not even close, bro. What do you <laughs> mean? Even the same, like, what is it, ecosystem? I don't know. Bro, meerkats Do they look like beavers? Yeah, at least closer. All right. At least they're both found in North America. Listen. (laughs) I am horrible with geography. Have you ever seen a meerkat? Especially not with the qualification of not in a zoo. Uh, Yeah, in The Lion King. (laughs) Actually, you've seen meerkat when you've Googled MGK. (laughs) Machine Gun Kelly. Meerkat is the first thing to pop up. Fun fact in case anyone didn't know that. The resemblance is uncanny. What? Also, I saw an interview (laughs) of him and Megan Fox and she literally is like, yeah, he looks just like a meerkat. And I'm like, you do you. If he literally looks like a meerkat and you are adamantly making that known, doesn't that mean that like you think meerkats are, I guess not that they're not cute, but like you're like, you know what I like my man to look like? A meerkat. (laughs) You know? (laughs) 
But I feel like Timon could get some ladies. No hate on Megan Fox, also. Like, God, I don't even want to, like, open that can of worms. Just, like... Yeah, but at the same time, you have a lot of people whose first crushes were cartoon characters. Like, if you were asked, oh, hey, who was your first cartoon crush? Or who was your first crush? A lot of people would say, like, oh, you know, Teenage Simba. <gasps> so You know true. what I'm saying? So I, I can see Danny it. Danny Phantom. Teenage Simba. Like, I've heard... I know that's a, that's a common up there one, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Danny Phantom's always a classic. Okay, so thanks to Professor Kristen over here, um, we know a little bit about the history of Groundhog Day. A very rough history. I'm so sorry. No one quote me. All all information found on history.com. <laughs> yes, we will link history.com if you want to research any further. But now bringing Groundhog Day into the modern era... Mm -hmm. Now we have a lot of technology at our disposal. Right. So how are we now still celebrating Groundhog Day? Mm -hmm. Because I do Mm -hmm. feel like there Mm -hmm. has to be some government appointed official to look at a groundhog. Or how do they select the groundhog? Oh my god. How do they select the groundhog? There are so many. How are they like, this is the one this year? Don't they... Like, I don't know, select like a city. Do they have a vetting process? A vetting process? Like a vetting process. Like, you know, when you get oh. interviewed and you're like, why would How you be good you for this job? How are you interview a groundhog? But that's what I'm How saying. Put- There's so many. How do they know which one to pick? Actually, if you think about it, it's totally irrelevant to the individual groundhog. Exactly. It has nothing to do with the, with the groundhog. It has everything to do with shadows. Yeah. So like, what if one groundhog sees its shadow and the other one doesn't? If they have I mean, two, that's- right? Because the probability is basically wherever the sun is and where, whenever they come out of their hole, which way they and turn they, first, if they even turn yeah. or if they go back into their hole. I feel like it's very up to, not interpretation, but it's up to chance. Like, how are we supposed to... Yeah. You know, see, this is this is just like, which, um, what's what's the thing you guys do here that I, I, I had to learn about when I moved here? Oh, you mean flip-flops. They are slip... I will... I would, this is a hill I will die on. They're called slip-flops. They're they flip-flops. They literally don't even make a flip-flop. Like, they do. They make do the flip-flop flop sound. Flop. No, they make a pop. <laughs> At that point, you should pop pops. Like, like, they literally don't even make the flip-flop sound, and I will die on this hill. Anyways, no. that's a side tangent. Daylight savings. It's like daylight savings. You know, like, I feel like I've gone, like, so far on a tangent. But <laughs> now I've, I've resumed my position on, like, my train of thought, and you, you were, like, so far gone. I was very lost, but I was like, you know what? Keep going, keep going. Just keep going. I'm going to catch up. (laughs) For, like, you're talking about the shot. It's based off a chance. It's the shadow. Like, it's irrelevant to the individual groundhog. And, and, like, why do we even need to use it now because of our technology? Same thing for daylight savings. It was meant for the farmers, and it just messes with the animals more. Oh, yeah, it does. There's no need for it nowadays. Yeah, the farm animals, like the cows get their sleeping schedules mixed up. I don't Mm -hmm. even know why. It's especially because there are farms, say, in California, right? And then farms in the Midwest. But we both respect daylight savings time. However, Arizona, they're like, no, we don't want to do it. Arizona and Hawaii are the only states in the United States that do not abide. There might be another one, but I'm nine, I know definitely Hawaii and I know definitely Arizona are the only ones that don't abide by it. That's so weird. I don't get it. And you know I'm what? Confused. For my entire life, this never impacted me. Like never needed to abide by it. And you guys are like, no, this exists. And I'm like, mm, no, it doesn't. I I have lived my life perfectly fine without doing this. What I'm hearing is the forefathers of this country were just like, time's a construct. And let me show you how I can fuck it up. 
that's, that's so that's American, what I'm getting though. from that you know yeah that's what I'm getting from the gist of this conversation Groundhog yeah. Day Daylight Savings you know they're just like let me show you time is quite truly a construct and I can do I can mold time to my image and like and now we're here all of the failures have solidified there's no turning back now okay so did we ever answer the question of who watches the meerkat? Who waits or who waits for the groundhog? <laughs> you cycled fully back to meerkat. I, listen, Lion King on the brain. <laughs> Y'all watch, watch day of actual groundhog day. Claire's going to text me happy meerkat day. I'm, I'm betting <laughs> on it now. <laughs> if she remembers that it's even groundhog day. Honestly, after this episode, I feel like I'm never going to forget groundhog day. It'll have a special place in your heart. Due yeah. To this <laughs> But okay, yeah, who watches? Dude, I don't know. Isn't there like some places they have like a mayor and like. Yeah, I think so. Like, isn't that like a thing? That's why they make it a thing? Or even if if it's still a thing in like certain like cities, (laughs) mayor, county things. I think so. I feel like there are counties or places in America that still do a live broadcast of Groundhog Day. But then yeah. if there are multiple places that do this, You're we gonna go get back mixed to Yeah, we go back to <gasps> Unless is it based off of just that spot? Because you think about it, you got weather in different places. Like what if New York has a short winter but then we'll have snow apocalypse in Spokane? You know? It That's could literally true. be it so is it predicting just for that that area county? city re- yeah because you know How weather's far? unpredictable you can't you can't have the same weather all across america that's true so how far does the groundhog's influence reach? Exactly. How much reliability does a singular groundhog have? What's his sphere of influence given his prediction? Who knows? Not I. Not I. Wow. We're really diving. De- Honestly, we're diving way deeper into this than I thought, and I'm pretty proud of it. I told you, when I said that this topic kept me up, I was not lying. Look at the list of notes I have. Holy Jesus. Because I was like, listen, I understand National Dog Day. I understand National oh, Cat. Any, you know, all the animals that you have as pets. I've never met someone who mm-hmm. has a pet groundhog. And then I was like, mm-hmm. well, if you compare it to the holidays like National Dog Day, National Dog Day, you're actually celebrating yeah. your dog, whereas we're not celebrating the groundhog. We're celebrating the results that the groundhog brings. Mm, this is true. They are just yeah. a means to an end. We are actually celebrating said yeah. groundhog. Maybe they feel taken advantage of. This is so <laughs> true. Oh my god, so our holiday... Again, in true forefather fit... <laughs> yes. You know, I had like a... I had a alliteration going on in my brain and then we fumbled the ball. It's Four fine. Forefather like, fashion. Fashion. That was... Forefather fashion. God. It's not about them. It's just, we even made a holiday to dictate what the groundhog can do for us and not what we can do for the groundhog. JFK of the groundhogs, ladies and gents. Do you think that they give the groundhogs caffeine so that they don't sleep through Groundhog's Day? I don't know, this picture of the groundhog I'm looking at. What if they sleep through Groundhog's Day? Does that happen? Because they're hibernating, right? It's like... Well, yeah, they're probably hibernating. Do they hibernate and then like we literally just wait for them to wake up for spring to see if they're gonna go back into hibernation is that the whole thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do we give Mm -hmm. them caffeine to make sure that they wake up (laughs) because like if it's i don't think i don't think we would ever give them caffeine i think we'd just be dicks about it and just like knock on the little groundhog hole and be like it's going you gotta wake up you got a job to do (laughs) 
<laughs> you got a job to do. It's your day. That makes more sense. I was thinking like, because it's on a specific day, we can't rely on them think... to always wake up on the same day mm-hmm. every single year. So there should be a schedule, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense. Your your thing sounds right. better than caffeinating the ground dogs. <laughs> I mean, yo, we got we give weed to dogs. Like, it's not completely unheard of, but considering the amount of effort it took to get to this point of having weed for dogs, I really doubt they're going to stretch themselves farther to try to caffeinate groundhogs. That just seems like a, a lot would... of excess energy for one day a year. Oh my gosh. Speaking of hibernation, yes. did you know that like animals that go into hibernation, they don't just sleep for three months straight. They actually like do other things while they're hibernating. You're lying. I'm not. And I was shocked. Like I thought the polar bears would be sleeping three months straight nothing else but no it doesn't like logically it doesn't make sense because they still need food to survive for three months but isn't that the whole point i don't know but my my world was shattered (laughs) i don't believe you we need to go back to elementary school science because that does not add up to me that just feels wrong i was very affected by that fact frick that's gonna keep me up now i'm gonna have to dive into that tonight thank you claire for giving you're welcome the point of this podcast is to unload the thoughts so I can sleep. And now you have loaded upon me this large burden of understanding hibernation for animals. And now I will not be able to sleep. Thank you for that. About this episode, if you are also personally victimized by Claire's information on hibernation. Because <laughs> I have. I'm glad we could answer some questions about Groundhog's Day and then open some more up about uh, hibernation. Yep. I think it would be fun to kind of wrap up the episode with a couple of fun facts about groundhogs. Ooh, groundhog specific or groundhog day? Groundhog day, groundhogs. I There's this article that I'm staring at right now. So apparently uh, the groundhog can actually predict the end of winter. So you know how we were kind of going back and forth about like, so it says the groundhog can really predict the end of winter, just not with his shadow. Because groundhogs hibernate every winter, the fact that he'd bother to leave his hideaway is a natural sign for spring to come. So it's more about like whether or not he chooses to leave. Yeah. But then what's the, like then what's the point of the shadow? Because if that means that if he came out, despite whether or not he sees his shadow, like we already the presence of the shadow is irrelevant. Yeah, I don't really know. So the groundhog had all the tools and then humans were like, let me interpret what this means and then added some ambiguity to it. The humans wanted to feel included like they actually contributed something. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like this is a class project, right? And And you're in a group of people and there's that one person who didn't know work, but they're like, put their name on it anyway kind of a situation. That's I find that to be so funny. Okay. (laughs) We just added... We just added in the shadows. We're like, oh yes, it's it's the shadows, not just the fact that they're they're innate. Um, what is it? Actions. Like their time I guess. clock. Yeah, like their the internal, internal clock. clock. Yeah. How they were created. They're like, nah. <laughs> Literal evolution here. Also, okay. like, okay, if we're if we decided to add a spin on it about the shadows, right? We're like, oh, we're gonna interpret it using shadows now. <laughs> Don't we see that we're consistently wrong each time? <laughs> We're like, let me add you know something I mean? and be completely um, what are we unwarranted confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Unwarranted confidence that is continuously brought to be wrong. <laughs> yes. Like, it's fine. It's whatever. Whatever. Um, let us know if you are one <laughs> who still appreciates the national holiday of Groundhog Day. 
Or if you don't, or if you celebrate another holiday that's similar, like Candlemas. Candlemas, yeah. Yeah, let us know. If you would like to give us another random holiday to, to dive into and dissect. Yeah, and... give us another topic that won't let me sleep at night. <laughs> and then when I finally reach a conclusion, Claire will give me a new question to contemplate and keep me up, as she just did. Thank you again for that. Continue a cycle of thoughts that will keep you up. I'm just here to provide those thoughts because they're also keeping me up. And I don't want to be up all alone, so I'll just drag you down with me. <laughs> so what have we learned? Claire's bad at geography. Groundhogs are not the same as meerkats. And Kristen is a great history teacher. This was our first podcast, and I'm so proud of us. I know. Again, that's Kristen. I'm Claire. If you like the podcast today, make sure to follow and rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And check out the link in our podcast description to show your support. You can find us on TikTok or Instagram at The Midnight Memo. Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or if you have any thoughts that have been keeping you up at night and you want to share. We would love it. You can also reach us by emailing us at themidnightmemo at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us so you can tune in next Tuesday when our next episode drops. Yeah. Hope you guys can get some sleep. <laughs> Bye. Bye.